0: Loud and proud Champauds, brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Champod coverage is also brought to you by Smiths of Drogheda, episode 2011. This is the ramble, this is the hot takes of the weekend, plus a wrap-up and a round-up of all the scores that happened over weekend number two of the championship. All that and much, much more, but first, Oasis. Sing loud and proud today Oh, we got some slugfest. We got some slugfest today in the start and the end of the Sunday, with the and and uh, Toa going hammer and tongue on each other. Great finale and a thundering second half from the Blues after a savage first half from the Mactas. Kind of saved the weekend. It was a funny weekend. It was, it was a case of kind of like. Oh, one side of the game, slow, with the, with, the, kind of, with the afternoon slumber of a Sunday, and then the Saturday nights, the games were kind of... They were kind of... So, so, you know, you had a bit of a scare with the O'Connells. You, you had... The ironers could have pulled back if they nailed that penalty from Peter McStravick, but it just didn't happen, didn't materialise. And then on Friday night, there wasn't really that much drama. The, the Mitchells, the game I was at, they came out and won it in the second half. But... We do have a clearer picture of the championship. I think we can strike off the Knicks. They're out. They're completely out of the junior championship running of the junior. So they're they're probably the first team out of the championship entirely. You have uh, a big game tomorrow night with the Feckens and the Martins. I will be doing that game. I will be at that game. And I will be doing a live podcast after that game. Live reaction from it. Straight away. Going to get that recorded and posted right out on the night so don't leave it a week or just have it out as instant as possible and you'd have to be a member to sign up or to listen to it so sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud but yeah just a great a great buzz though about the championship because your team's out for the first time and it's good then to get a gauge on how, how, how good they are and how good they would possibly be against the other opposition I'm going to have a guest on on Thursday going to have um the Red Stars out probably Monday night Sunday morning as well it depends as well how that goes um, but loads of quality out there, loads of people reacting with their red star nominees is great, a lot of people coming up to me and having chats with me, um, I just I enjoy that crack, um, come up and have the crack with me, and say what say your five piece, or have a chat, or just, it's great to actually hear the stories back as well, that the podcast has been listening to, it has been listening to in local shops around, with the local names, and then the videos are getting reaction all over the world, people in Canada, and Dubai are getting people, are, are, Listen to it and been able to listen to it. I just <laughs> feel like a pleb going around with the stand with the with the camera that after the game. So it's great to hear that that it it maybe is a little bit worthwhile. And um, Keen Matthew's absolutely battered on the predictions as well. Just wanted to get that dig in with Keane who's excellent guest overall. Knew his football uh, had an insight in the whole lot on the on the actual playing and and styles and players and personnel. So there will be another guest lined up for Thursday but yeah, those live videos—they're—they're they're, uh, they're fairly intense because they're right on the money after the game. As soon as the whistle blows, you're kind of recording it, and you're kind of rushing it, and you're getting it out there. I was full certain that Kieran Downey got two goals. I was completely blindsided beforehand in the press box, and that said it was Robert Carr. So in, in that Instagram video, but I made up for it in the the Facebook videos and on Twitter. But yeah, I I just I, I my mind's eye I could see Kieran Downey lashing that that. Game, that goal home, so I'm going to start there, I'm going to start with the senior championship because all of the games are fresh in my mind from today, the three games absolute belter of a game, But even in that live report you missed stuff, and what did I miss? I missed Ke- uh, McF- uh, Carlin's missed penalty, but like they really played in the swords and they played very well, they were very connected to Moctis in the first half, they were so good, they were so fluid Ciarán Bourne and Decky Bourne lashing over great points again it looked like it was gonna be their day, they led one eight to five at half time. Blues couldn't get anything going, they were off off colour Kieran down, he was quiet in the first half, couldn't get the ball inside, and he had to go in the middle of the field, just seemed to be in disarray, they were trying to get the match right at the back as well. They finally got them right. Got a fair talking at half time, would say, from Des Lane. Come out the second half just instantly before they get scored on the board. It's the intensity of the tackle. And they're just tackling and hunting and Andy is just hunting and setting the tone to hit one five and no reply after half time Kieran Downey getting the goal scooped up magnificently from John Camote he had a great second half um, brilliant, he just caused absolute war up there in, in, in the inside full forward line then there was a bit of a skirmish in front of the stand uh, where Jason Callan and goal goalie was sent off and what he was doing up there in the first place, Declan McNamara the blue sub was sent off as well yeah, uh, there was loads in it. Probably, probably more could have went, but it's hard f- for referees in those situations because it happened so fast. It was a fire sight most we couldn't even make it out. But those two, went off Liam Kinley came on in goals, and not very, not very tried and tested to go. Came in the goal, given a showed he was torn over Conor Moore and Kieran. Only it up. Then he's just exceptional, ferocious. And I have a theory on that at the end. Of a hot take on that, I'm going to give it to you at the end. So. Yeah, they just they just steamrolled them down, they got right on top and um just it, it just it kinda of fell apart for the the forty men mock despite the blues going down thirty men and he was receive his marching order for a second yellow card. So the Blues on the first day out were fairly good. They were fairly good. They they have they have uh, still that powerful punch and the column Judge come back into things as well for that Pats game the Pats are in a fully p- precarious position because now the mockers are on minus two points and the Pats are sorry a minus score difference um, they have two points Pats have no points but they're still on minus two um, if the Pats win by two points if they win by one point they're both level in two point seven than the Mochtes and the Blues, but the Blues would have higher score difference. But it would mean the Mochtes are out in the relegation playoff, which is crazy to think of. But that game is next Sunday, um, and then the other senior games already It was kind of it kind of went the way it was predicted that uh, the Gales would be far more resolved at the back than the Joes and it proved to be the case. They got them in behind. They were very functional. They are very methodical. They are organised but the, the RD broke them down inside forward line linking up together and they made five changes from the the last day. Four new defenders in and Evan Malone was exceptional as well. i get I get through all the Red Stars chooses. I'm not going to go into players as specifically as that but yeah, they won and they were quite good um Kieran Keenan got two goals half, a goal and a half McKenny got a goal as well and a point from, Colum, from full back I suppose with Donald McKenny absent but it just shows the result they're playing at higher level what did they and playing those division two teams we'll see the quarterfinals where they will face the first test of the championship season and it's a dog fight then this is nice thing as well bar that Pat's um this Blues Group. The other two groups there are dogfights at the end because you had the Geraldines' day. One day, the big turnaround victory as well. Shane O'Hanlon for the second week. Warren was exceptional. He turned around Ben Gartland finished off a Ferguson McDonald uh, Cross, and he palmed the Ben Gartland It was a lovely finish, actually. Lovely fist. Uh, very, very. Some people botched him up, and he uh, he didn't. And it was a real. It was a really good win for the Geraldines because the. The Brides now face Matic Rangers that's a do or die battle there and then in the other do or die battle I mentioned just there second ago is the Gales and the Joes that'll be a hell of a game too so both those teams going eye for eye and then as I mentioned the Feckens with a win under the belt take on the Martins and the Dreadnoughts are waiting in the wings as well Um, so yeah like two big games and I'll be doing live instant uh, feedback podcast on that tomorrow night. Let's go to the intermediate actually yeah yeah let's go to the intermediate champions work our way um, down the grades um <coughs> I really enjoyed the Cooley Glenn Emmett's game. I thought it was full of intrigue, it had all the ingredients for a shock. Then I was playing well, they had their system, they knew what they were doing, they were very organised, they were very fit, they were taking all their chances, they weren't giving Cooley any ideas. Cooley were kind of running out of ideas and Kind of playing like there was a sense of panic among the camp, but then in the second half they opened it up a little bit more. Fergal Malone drove them in, 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 up, up the field, and O'Neill caught a couple of scores. And still, despite all that, they only took the lead in the forty-nine minutes. Mickey Rafferty uh, gives them the lead, and then he intercepts the next short kick out and bundles it to the net. And look, it was game over at that point. But to be fair to the Glenn Emmett, they fought back, taking probably the score difference as well. They fought back to narrow the gap, only losing by four points. Conor Grant got got a couple of points as well. He might add to my theory in a second, also. Then the Kevins, they upset the, thing, the whole. Actually, sorry, that just means now Glenn Emmett and the Plunkets. Like we always kind of predicted, Cooley with the first team through into the intermediate quarterfinals, and now it was going to be those two neighbours the Plunkets and Lennemis we spoke with Keane last week Keane matches from the Plunkets that the rivalry has grown in the past couple of seasons uh, geographically and f- metaphorically on the pitch as well uh, so that that's going to be a humdinger I can't wait to preview all these games during the week and then the Kevins they beat the Clans and the Clans were um, the Clans were in pole position they beat the Rallies they beat the League Champions and then the Kevins came out 15-8 winners that's going to be a, that's a mouthwater clash the Ratleys had to beat the Kevins for the third time in a row will that happen I don't know but the Ratleys have to come out and show a response after last weekend Lee Crosby hit everything he could over the bar and more he got finished with about 6 points so an excellent performance from him um, Roach and the O'Connells that was a hell of a battle as well um, the O'Connells coming right back into it uh, like anyone you speak to Tony off the centre of the O'Connells that uh, they wouldn't be they wouldn't get near no. Uh, the Roach after their opening day win and I tell you what, they still have it. Robert the exception, like Connor brilliant. But Barry O'Hare stood up as well and the Roach, two for two, they were the second team through to the quarterfinal The third team through to the intermediate quarterfinals was Hunterstown Rovers. The beat the annual the annual um, win over victory over the Knocking ironers was achieved um on the last game on the Saturday night in Darver. They're playing with a, with a coolness and a calmness and a zen time. um the, Ryan Bourne's got a goal from a penalty. It was a tail of two penalties. Ryan Bourne's nailed his late, early in the game and then late in the game Ireland's coming back into it. Peter McStraveill just clips it over the bar. It's only too powerful, just aimed high top left corner and clips it over the bar and that, if, if they get that it's a one point game 1-8 to 1-7 but it wasn't to be clipped over the bar 1-8 um, eight to 8 and then Bournsie goes up the field and cl- clips over a free, a long range free to seal the victory. So yeah, Hunters looking good then. Um, I mentioned earlier on the show, the Knicks, they're out of the, they're out of the championship completely. They lost 2-5 uh, to 9 in um, the Grove. Two McDonald's combining with goals in either half to get the, the Holland their third ever victory in championship. And they will be playing uh, well they will, well, look at they'll be playing the, the um, they playing, playing the Tones for a place in the quarterfinals, the knockout stages for the for the second time in their history. Um, the Malays might still make it as well. If they if they win, if they beat the Knicks. The Knicks have nothing to play for. The Markeys still have that drop, games, they win that. Um, by the required margin um, score difference they, 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 were, they were beaten by so minus 14 points on the scoreboards and obviously Gohol Gales and now 2 so there's a fair swing in scores to go but they still have a chance if they beat the Knicks and the Tones are always playing Cahullan as well Tones like I, like I mentioned 170 to 1-3 winners um, got the job done fairly early doors uh, Rory Taft finding the form and and just they just they look comfortable and they made sure that's two from two, they're all but secured a top spot there. Um, they take on the Caculin like I mentioned. That's gonna be a good game though. John Mitchell's I was at that game. Sorry, the Light Rangers first, two twenty three to one seven winners over the Dowdlers. It was uh goals and a half, I think it was um oh, it was Ty Kellis got the first one and then Oshie Lynch uh finished off a patient move at the back post palm then set up by um that chap that's playing well. Oh Jack McKeever. He, he they squandered a couple of early chances Jack was very patient and found Oshie Lynch at the back post to palm it in. And Daryl just didn't didn't really have an answer after that. Um they it was to they hit one four in the first half and then three second half points. Like you know, the goal coming from Paddy Murray as well. Um, yeah. So Gly getting back into form, and they've set up now a do or die clash with Napier because Napier's were beaten by the Mitchells. Mitchells very strong in the second half. Jake Gillespie with four points in the second half. John Gallagher as well came to life. You would see that free on Instagram as well. Um, so the Mitchells the Mitchells put the hand up there with a win, and then they face the Dowders and they'll more than likely top that group, so Glide to coming into that group, um, with, with the Pearcy, with a spot for a second spot, like that, there's two, home, there's two uh, teams that are going to be, really, really tough opponents for top seeds, because one of them is going to be Stabannon, because well, they're playing, they still have the chance to play, Sean might, Sean's are plucky enough actually against Nathan Barr but I suppose, Thor got over the line, and, they just got over the line they were so Bannon thought they had the game won they came it they, they leveled it uh, just before half time Bobby Butterley with a goal after Kieran Markey slotted it home off the deck and then they went hit 3 points they were down to 14 men Cormac Reynolds was uh, sorry 14 men total were down to 14 men and Cormac Reynolds was black carded stroke at a half time and then uh, when he goes back on the field Callum Regan gets sent off so you have 14 men for the entire second half, of the Finbar, but they still still it today. Conor Osborne is exceptional. They get a goal, just, uh, I don't know, of, I wouldn't say out of nothing, but just the way they can link it, they can do it. And they did it because it looked like, it, you could sense that Stabannon and they had the game won. They felt like they were going to go on and win it, and Totter just went and won it. You know, it's that sort of game. Sean Reynolds drove his side back into a Harry Butley Nane freeze. Um, James Butley kicking two great points after the goal from um the second goal from Jack but- no, it Jack Butley Again, a uh there, but I care Murphy if he definitely got the first and then the other game on the midday Lanier started off their times with a one thirty to two point win a one ten no score at halftime so 3-2 in the second half interesting I have to see the subs and the changes on Lear made in the second half but they won't be happy but they have Annaman in and left and like I said Sean's have uh, the Sean's have to face the Bannon to decide the, the the last or the second place team in that group so yeah overall like it, 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 a lot of teams are left in limbo a lot of teams come out like the, the fresh teams a lot of the fresh teams come out and actually lost. Bar, bar the Blues and Lear. so it's the, always that big big advantage on the first that on playing the first day. The Blues, the Lear and the Kevins are the only team that came in fresh and won. Games so three teams across the whole. Well, the, the Martins do have to play it tomorrow night. I'll have a live light, light podcast and that. Do continue to send in your red stars as well. I love getting them and thinking about them because you're out as many games as I am. You have an insight on it as well. But my kind of hot take from this weekend was that all the loud players, I, it is, it's kind of a theory I've had this past while that all the loud players have come back and really good nick physically. Um, refreshed, recharged, and they look powerful. They look like they're county men. They're really standing. I'll oh, pick out the county men. Yeah, you can pick them out. Like I just just, just going. and have the program here beside me. The league final program. James Califf. Yeah, playing the middle of the field. He wasn't in the middle of the field for the club even last year in the championship. Dan and came back off the plane. Played well in there in their win for uh, the Geraldines. Bevan Duffy. Yeah, played well. Got the goal in the middle of the field. Don McKenny might be suffering from a bit of an injury but was solid as well. But he'll he'll get his groove back um in time at the business end. Leonard Gray, yeah, exceptional. Nies Sharkey yeah. Yeah. Um like get getting, to, uh, getting to, uh, winning the draw. Liam Jackson, yeah. Um uh, two midfielders that did Tommy Dorn and John Totbrook they haven't played the loud Championship yeah Cole McKeever, yeah, had a, a really good game the first day out. Um Kieran Downey tonight just looked like a county player. Darren Alley as well really solid second half Darren McConnon, yeah ferocious um, as well Craig Lennon too showing showing it like he he he, uh, he is becoming a really key player well he is a key player for the Mockers, but he's starting to be the main man as well in terms of getting the ball and linking the play uh, linking the two boards, I suppose you would say Martin McEnany yeah picking that ball the Monday night showed it's all standing of Gerard Brown as well. Had a good performance the first day. Kieran Bourne mentioned him already. Connor Early, yet yeah, um, for the Plunkets. Uh Connor Grimes played very well in the foot in the end of that game, playing like in the middle of the field. He was full forward the past couple of seasons, injury out He's moving really well in the middle of the field. Sean Healy, we'll see how he gets on Owen Callahan as well. Jake Hughes come back into bit of form and he stood up for for Tlotter when well, need to be level that point, a sweet point. In the second half against the Falcons, Tom Jackson as well, he really looks like a county player too. Jerry Malone went off injured, but he was powerful in, in the two games as well. Uh Ocean McGuinness, he went off as well. But majority of it for the Joe's. But Peter McStravick as well. He he looks like I know he missed a penalty, but he he's shown, you know, and Ryan Burns in that game also. Just showing that they're standing out like Kenny, but like Ryan like not Ryan Burns, um Kieron Downey, you know, that's the standard county man is needed. Hits 2-5 in the, in the heat of the battle in that second half. It's just really, really good performance. Really good point-taking. Decision-making and leadership overall. And I think it's because of the standard of training they're in with loud, The decision-making they're with, with loud And they're just in with loud. And now they're back with the club and it's shown. And that's, that's just my final takeaway from weekend number two. Uh, thanks very much for listening to episode two eleven, not twenty eleven, two eleven of the London Champ Pod. Coverage brought to you by R D. Credit Union, Defy Sports Apparel, and Smiths of Drogheda. Um Yeah, that's it. So live, coming up this week, live podcast on Monday night reactionary podcast after the game. Tuesday, you'll have your red stars. Thursday, we'll be previewing the weekend number three all over again. I'll have all the permutations in terms of calculations and score difference as well. And yeah, ballsy predictions as well. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of something I was told, like him and Hall about picking teams. Now and be more decisive, be more ballsy myself and picking who I think is going to win but yeah that's it that's it for me thanks so much for listening thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for everyone who's signed up and given the support and came up and actually spoke to me as well loving the crack enjoying meeting the people as always all around the Loud County grounds good luck bye bye and thanks Loud and Proud Champo, brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union